part. Yeah, you do have to dance. Good job. What the junk. Hey, John. Hey, Brad. How are you? <laughs> great. How are you? I'm great. So I'm Brad Menard with uh, Junking Toledo. And I'm Jen with Jen Hill Organizing. And we have a special guest we here today. Do, and I'm so excited. I brought my mother-in-law here from California just for this podcast. Nevada. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nevada. <laughs> yeah, Nevada. I thought she lived in Nevada, but yes. all right. California yeah. to Nevada. <laughs> I know. I always, I always think California, but yeah, yeah I do Nevada. Too. I do, so, too. So, yeah. yeah. I even drove through, well, I didn't drive. I rode in a car with Jessica through the mountains from California to Nevada. Through yes. Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's yeah. beautiful. It we live is. close to Lake Tahoe. It nice. is gorgeous. Now I understand why people pay a lot of money to live there. So, mm-hmm. But Nevada is pretty awesome, too. So, yes. So, this is Joan, my mother-in-law from Nevada. <laughs> yeah. And... So happy to have you. Yeah. You. And so, um, today we're going to talk about kind of... Joan's down- journey. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Downsizing, parents' stuff, your kids' stuff. So, we're just going to kind of talk about all the things that she is an expert on. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, she's lived through it. Yes. So, yeah. Absolutely yes. an expert. I feel like a lot of times we talk about like things that we've heard about, but we don't have the life experience to talk right. about actually having to navigate some of these things. Like I have a child and I've only had to get rid of a couple years worth of his stuff, but <laughs> I haven't had to make him get rid of all of his stuff that he has at my place. Yeah. So when he's not living there. Right. right. Yeah. I'm giving him two more years and then that stuff's out. So yeah, that's what you think. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what you think. Oh. <laughs> well, so so I think one of the things that's cool is that you, so you lived in one house for 30, 33 years. Yeah. And you raised how many amazing kids there? Three beautiful daughters. Yeah. yeah. And then, so then that house was in California. Yes. So I had that part of it right. That's correct. I was born <laughs> and raised in California. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you, so then you move from California to Nevada in your current house. Correct. And so we would love to hear about a little bit about what that was like to kind of go from like the house where you raised your kids to kind of your your newest house. And and anybody who's looking for like the most perfectly arranged house with like the perfectly placed things, like if a pottery barn expert came in and like did a house themselves, your house is it. it it's definitely Thank it's you. amazing. Took a lot of years to get that way. Yeah. <laughs> Had to get the kids grown up and out of the house. So. I can do what I wanted in my house. Yeah. Yeah, without the clutter. Yeah, so we weren't thinking of retiring anywhere else, but we decided when we found our place, we wanted to go. It was quiet, rural, and um, someplace we wanted to be. It's got cows and fields out by our home. It's just relaxing. And when she says that there's cows outside of their home, like the cows have gotten out and like been <laughs> yeah. walking up the street. Yes. What? Yes. yes. In our HOA. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. It ends <laughs> into a pasture. Okay. Our street. So yeah, it's pretty nice. And we have beautiful mountain view. It's gorgeous with snow. Um, so when we decided to move, it was pretty fast. Yeah. Okay. We decided not to pay any more California taxes just to get out. Our house wasn't finished yet. Oh, wow. So we had to sell our house, which they sell within a few weeks in California. And uh, we stayed at our daughters in State Line, Nevada, which was perfect. 
So going through our house, and we sold our house, and they wanted us out in three weeks. So that was huge. Wow. Living there for so long. So we quickly said, okay. To get, I had to go through, I thought what I thought was, I'll go room by room. That might have been easier than to do the whole house at once. Right. And I thought by the time I got to the kitchen, oh, the girls came over and said, Mom, can I help you? And I'm like, oh, no, I got this. <laughs> they laughed, and it took days to go through my kitchen. Wow. And my hutch. <laughs> so. Um, Are you a big, like, baker or? Do you like to cook? No, or? no, actually, but you can have a lot of bowls and things you collect over yep. the years and things in your hutch, your china, your parents' china, that kind of stuff. So I had to take piece by piece out and really see what I wanted. We couldn't take a lot with us, and I wanted to start fresh in a new place. So we literally, there was a person in our neighborhood you could call to come and get your stuff, and you pay him to take it, right? Like, I guess like junking? Yeah. And um, he would come day after day, right? And I would say, here, take my whole set of dishes. Here, take this. And he would take everything because then he takes it to the flea market oh, and nice. sells it. Um, now, Bill's garage is another thing because he never went through it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so that took a while. And actually, our neighbors were really great. They started coming over, and they would take things out of the garage, things like, you know, we didn't know how to get rid of things and right. things, but we just had to go through everything. And we, I packed it up all myself inside all the boxes and stuff like that and labeled them. And uh, we did it, and then we kept them in storage for 10 months before we moved into our house. It wasn't ready for 10 months. So it was a transition. That's a long To time. a different state, mm -hmm. you know, learning the state rules and getting residency there. There was a lot involved in that. Well, and one of the things I think is really cool is that you made the decision that you wanted to start fresh. And that includes, I think a lot of people, mm -hmm. they try to like take all the stuff that they have and they try to figure out where do I fit it in my new place, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so it's still the same stuff. And then I'm going to like, and some people have a really hard time getting rid of those things, right? And so even if it doesn't fit in the new place, like they, they feel like they have mm -hmm. to keep it. But I think your story is unique and you're like i just want a fresh start even with fresh stuff fresh yes. furniture fresh decorations i just i just want this to be a fresh new place we only took key pieces and i even was struggling with the dining room set that we had that my parents gave us mm. they had since i was 17 and we've used it all those years we've wow. been married 53 years and um i said do i take it do i not you know do i take it and then my sister said well you might want to because then that's a memory. Mm -hmm. But then it kind of feels like home. But, I mean, I think that's about the only thing <laughs> that we really took other than bedding, you know, um, the beds and that kind of thing. But I wanted new. Right. I, I was done with the old. Yeah. I didn't need it. So, to me, that was great. No, I think that's awesome. I think it's amazing. So, what I want to know mm -hmm. is so you had all this stuff in storage for 10 months. Mm -hmm. And then you're moving into your new house. <laughs> that. I didn't want to see it come, even what I saved. I was afraid because we were so minimal where we were. It was yeah. already furnished. Okay. And I almost was afraid to have that come back in the house, even when I did bring. Did you because do I any more? Because I got used to the minimal. Yeah. yeah. I really got used yeah. to that. But, did, was more, did more, like, decluttering happen as you're, like, look, like, why did I pack this? Like, did that still happen? Yes. Yes. And I got rid of more things once we moved. Wow. It was, like, amazing. I'm like, Really? Yeah, oh, I don't like, need what was that. I thinking? Yeah. yeah, 
But over time, we've filled up our house. We've been there almost, well, four years, going on four years. And you start acquiring things, you know, go shopping, and you sure. start bringing things into the house again. But I, I'm not one that I can let things go. I'm not a keeper. You know, I'm a little sentimental, but not a lot. Well, and you had to do... So when so you did you cleaned out your parents' house too, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I know you you talk about your, you know your your family having a lot of stuff, and there was you know maybe some some clutter here or there, which is probably where some mm-hmm. of your like minimalism comes from as well. And so it it seems like from stories that I've heard that you didn't want your kids to have to like kind of go through and figure out what. What was what, right? Like right, you... exactly. When my mom was downsizing, we moved her into assisted living. And we could only take a certain amount of items. Right, so we right. took her favorite chair and her dining room and her hutch and her tchotchkes, because she had a lot of tchotchkes. And she wanted us to pick our favorite. She wanted us to have them. So I have two other sisters and a brother. And, she, and we're like, Mom, we don't really need it. We have our own things. We don't. I just want something that's important to you. I don't right. need all this other stuff. So we all took our turns and picked what we wanted. And then uh, we moved her into the home, and then we then got downsized. We emptied out her place. It was a town home. And we just gave it to Goodwill. Cause we, and my mom would buy duplicates because she'd forget what she had. So right. She had a lot of doubles. So we, it took a while. It took loads and loads of going to Goodwill with her things. Um, and that's how we downsized her. Now, my husband's parents, their house was full, and they never got rid of anything. So we had a lot to go through. And we went through piece by piece, item through item, and it took weeks to go through everything that they had. And then we put everything in one big family room, and we had the relatives come over and pick their favorite piece. Get, take whatever you want. It's up to you. And so they would. They came a couple times, back and forth, and then we said, how do we get rid of this rest of the stuff? Because we wanted to rent the house out, so mm. it had to be empty. And we hired this, she was like an estate planning person or sales, you know how they do yeah. that. But the, the kicker was, and you know, you always think your things are so, going to make so much money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You really think that. Right. So she said, okay, her deal was you pay her X amount of money. She'll come. She'll get, send out an email. She'll get all her people to come over and they line up out the house and you're getting all excited. And, you know, and it, it you had to give her this certain amount of money. If you made over, that's what you kept. If not, well... They were there all day. I guess there was a lot of people in and out. And we made no money. Oh, no. <laughs> we did not come out ahead. And you're like, okay, but you always think your stuff is worth more mm-hmm. than it really is mm-hmm. to other people. Right. That's what I learned from that. And that's how we downsized him. But we gave the family a chance to take whatever they wanted first. And then just had to get rid of the, the rest of it. You know, you just can't take it all. Yeah. So... Yeah. And I think that is something that a lot of people struggle with. I mean, I know I have those moments too of like, okay, is it worth me trying to sell this on, you know, Facebook or eBay or, you know, whatever. And that's just like me trying to sell it. And I'm like, okay, so if I'm doing that, that means I have to spend the time taking the pictures, posting it, fielding all of the inquiries. And then, you know, if it's somebody out of town or, you know, I'm I'm having to ship it, 
if they're in town, okay, what's your schedule? And, you know, trying to go back and forth yeah, and all so that. Yeah, so that's basically what her role was. Right. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know, there's all that time investment, too. And so, yeah, okay, so then another option is, you know, kind of your route with paying somebody just to come in and kind of just do that sale for you mm-hmm. and that marketing. And sometimes, you know, you, you do make some money. Yeah. But it is hard of like, yeah. okay, even even if you made, you know what, like what would have made it worth that? Like 100 bucks, 300 bucks? You know what I mean? Of like at what point would you have had to make so much profit <laughs> in order to like, okay, it was worth doing that. And I think sometimes it is hard to kind of just take that step back and see like, okay, wow, well, this isn't really in style anymore or yes, people cool. aren't their collecting stuff this was as really much. And, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a hard thing to kind of look at, um, I guess, logically. I don't know if that's, like, the right answer, but just not emotionally, mm-hmm. right? Because we just, like, see all of that, like, oh, man, I spent so much money on that back in the day, or that was a really hot item back then, and, well, it's just not it, no. anymore. And so, yeah, right. that's a, I yeah. think, a struggle with so many of us. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. When you watch stuff like American Pickers, right? Which oh, yeah. I love American Pickers. <laughs> American Pickers is not sponsoring not this sponsor. program, but if they want to. <laughs> if they want yeah. to. Um, <laughs> totally can. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, you know, they, they will pick like kind of this one piece out. And I think that kind of reinforces sometimes like, right. oh, like I have a fortune here. Look, on American Pickers, they that went through item, and this thing was worth like $3,000. Right. $3, right. Yeah. But then. Some you know they that's what they do and they have a market for it so they know where they can get the top dollar and they put their stamp right so there's all those pieces and you or me just trying to you know you talk about like China right like China in itself really is not it has value but there's not a lot of people out there willing to actually pay for it right mm-hmm. um, to the point where we we get a lot of China that's valuable <laughs> in, in in junk removal jobs. Um, but people just realize that it's hard to sell China, mm-hmm. right? There's a there's a, a limited market, and trying to ship that stuff is, like, impossible, right? Right. And if you don't live in an area where there's a big demand, and so, you know, you're right. Like, there's just, you know, I think a lot of people have a lot of hope that this stuff is going to be worth worth money. I was yeah. kind of disappointed. Yeah, absolutely. I was really disappointed. Yeah, you think you have a fortune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you or do, something. Right? You walk away with something. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's hard, and I think that the internet has has kind of changed a lot of that too, right? Where it's made people see more value and stuff, right? Because you can find people who made who who made something off of it, right? Mm-hmm. But you also can go find. There's more competition, right? So you can go find ten of those items now, where you know back before the internet, okay. some of that stuff really what because you may not ever see this thing ever in your life. And then you see it and you either buy it or you don't. And if you don't, you know, like, but, but it's kind of changed it. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, And there's not the same appreciation too, I think for some of the, those things. And so it has really, it has really changed a lot. And I think that there's a lot of parents and grandparents that held on the stuff because they thought that that Mm -hmm. was going to be, you know, something they pass on to their child, that their child would, would have money or an appreciation for it maybe they don't you know so but but i do love the fact that like you talked about everybody coming and getting a a few items that really meant something to Mm -hmm. them you talked about your you know bringing your the dining room table right because there was Mm -hmm. so many memories and connections Mm -hmm. to that and like Mm -hmm. that was a piece for you Um, and i think that's a really cool thing that i think i hope more people start to really look at of like 
let's identify an item, right? Versus feeling like I have to give all of this stuff to to my yeah, kids. Yeah, just one special thing. Right. I, I even brought uh, my mother-in-law's baking dishes. And every time I bake a roast at home, I think of her. Right. I mean, just one or two items. Really, My mother had a lot of jewelry. So I wear her rings, not today, but almost <laughs> every day. And I think of my mom. Right. So it's just something special about that person that you're going to remember. Because it's really all about the memories. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, my grandfather collected the Jim Beam decanter mm-hmm. cars and trains, right? And so that was, I wanted one of those yeah. to just that how, right? And I have one, I have my favorite one, and uh, which I originally I didn't get. My grandma gave me one that I didn't really care about, but then she gave my dad the one that I really wanted. <laughs> and then my dad decided he didn't want it because my dad's very much a minimalist and doesn't really want, like, really pretty much anything um except for garage stuff it's where i get my garage stuff from my dad got it. um yeah all drawers full of bolts right you got to save every bolt but we're not going to save like you know, other I things feel like right we need yes. a tick board of every yes. time you talk about the garage. bolts and garage yes <laughs> we just put a yep got another one i like it but uh yeah so he was like do you want this and i was like yeah oh, yeah, yeah i, I do. do absolutely so um and then my grandmother collected Hummels, and so I have oh, yeah. one of her Hummels that, that she had given me. Um, and then they ended up having an auction, because their kids just convinced them, like, hey, like, you enjoy the money from this, right? Like, There's what, an idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, you've spent your whole life collecting, they collected full-size cars, barns full of cars, right? So they had a big auction to sell off all these cars. Wow. Toys, I, all, you know, all the stuff that really has, like, a decent amount of value, um and so they convinced them like you sell it now and you enjoy it like they they bought their trailer down in florida and and stuff and they're like you just you enjoy it right like why why worry about what your pet like all mm. just like you said like all their kids had their own houses their own stuff their own jobs their own family um and so you know it was it was good for them to enjoy it so mm-hmm. yeah exactly so you, but you did say earlier when we were talking that your kids do still have a shelf in your garage. Yes, yes. I tried over the years to, when they moved out of the house, to give them their baby books. They finally relentless was, you know, they said reluctantly. Yeah. They took their baby books. Mom, you made me take my baby books. Well, yeah, you save it for them, right? <laughs> right, right, right. You're trying to downsize yeah. your house and get rid as they move out, and um, still to this day, now that we're even in Nevada. In our garage, we have a full shelf of bins with our kids' yearbooks, you know, ornaments, just memorabilia from them, what they did over there, because I used to save a lot, and they're waiting for them. (laughs) I have their names on their (laughs) bins, and whenever we go, they're theirs. Yep, yep. (laughs) So, sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were hoping that at a certain point, your children will get all yeah. their stuff out of your house. Yeah. The answer is not no. Yeah. The answer nope. is no. Yeah. yeah, that's their own thing. Yeah, and I know they don't want my things. They don't need yeah. my things. And I so when I buy something, I know it's not going to be passed on. I don't expect that because I learned that I don't need my parents' things. So now I know that I don't, you know, expect them to keep what I like. They have different likes than I might. So, and just to like yeah. not have that pressure on your kids is, I'm sure, so just relieving. Because um, I think there is some of that of like, oh, you know, I think you know they would want me to have all this, and it's like, do, do they 
Did they though? Did I mean like again, if this is if they knew that this was causing you stress and anxiety and like that overwhelmed feeling, do you think they'd really want you to have to have it? And I think the answer is no. But to be able to have that conversation ahead of time and know of like, hey, we've gotten rid of all of the things that, you know, we thought was important or whatever, and made sure that you got it already. Besides these few key items, like everything else is just new and fresh and like right. there are no memories attached to that. Right. Right? And so yeah. just like to have that permission to just let it go. Yeah. I don't expect them to keep it. That itself stuff. is worth millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's it. I think this is where we roll into our Midwest goodbye. For the next 10 we, minutes? Yeah, we ride it out yep. for a minute or two at least. And uh, yeah. Well, thank you, Joan. We really appreciate you coming on our show. and Yeah, making the yeah. trip just to be on our podcast. Yes. Right. Man. Yeah. If she can come here from Nevada, then <laughs> I think that other people can come from Toledo to be on our show. So. I think you're right. I, I yes. Agree. I second that. Right. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being You're our welcome. official second guest on the podcast. Yeah. Maybe maybe our third guest will not be in the same May family. Not be family. Maybe let's, we'll see. Let's shoot for that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us um, for this episode. And uh, check out the show notes uh, for ways to get in touch with Brad or myself. Uh, follow us on socials. Um, and yeah, reach out to us if you have a topic that you would like to talk about like well us to talk about and then maybe you talk some i don't know something like that yes yeah and there's so many so many great platforms you got apple google youtube facebook so check out all the different platforms all the things thank you all right guys see ya